Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Lions fans, it's time for the podcast you've been waiting for. The Detroit Lions Podcast Post Game Show. Hey, hey, Lions fans, welcome to the Detroit Lions Podcast. This is episode 456, 456. It's the official Detroit Lions Podcast for Reddit. I am your dashing host, Chris. And with me is myself and I. It's me alone today, folks. We'll, we've got this. we got a good show going. We'll take your calls. We'll do a little bit of talk about the game. We'll get Coach Campbell's post-game presser. I'm going to rely on you. I'm going to rely on your calls, so help carry the show with me today. we got you guys. Um, yes, Detroit Fan Man, we're going to get a picture of Riz in uh, James Houston's locker room, for, or in his locker, for sure. It's got to be staring at him every day. <laughs> Give him a little bit of sense of what... What he was up against. It's good stuff. Uh, like I said, we'll take your calls. We'll rely on you, and we'll uh, get that press conference in. Talking about today's game, big win. Big win over the Chicago Bears. Things are lining up pretty nice. We'll talk about what the playoffs look like for the Lions, all that, and a whole lot more. Got a great show lined up. I'm telling you, we're about to kick this off. Let's kick this off and break it down. All right. Oh, Andrew. That's so love to hear. I'm not alone. We're with you. Ride or die. Oh, man. Yeah. James Houston out there abusing people. That was this was this is a beautiful, beautiful game to see. I'd love to see this kind of play out of uh, our guy Houston. It uh, it meant a lot. Um, we're going to go ahead and open up the, the lines right away and let you guys get in instead of making you uh, hold on to talk because there's going to be a lot to chat about today in the victory celebration. Um, somebody's going to be lucky and be on the line when the uh, press conference starts and then I'm, we're just going to have to pause you while uh, we listen to coach Campbell and whoever else they put up on the podium today. So we'll keep our eyes out for that. Um, God, Victory, big victory. This felt a little bit like the game against the Jaguars where the lions got an opportunity to just kind of sit back and relax and watch a great game. I mean, I didn't feel the stress. You know how you know how it is, Lions fans. You get that kind of um, that little bit of a little bit of fear, like oh, but when's the shoe gonna drop? When's something gonna happen? And it just wasn't that way. This game, it was it was great as a fan to sit back, have a relaxing New Year's Day. Maybe your head's thumping a little bit. Maybe it's not. It's all good. It's all good. Um, had a good game. Good stuff. Golf is the guy. I've been talking about this all season and um, we're seeing, you know, we're seeing a little bit of a change in people who uh, didn't necessarily think that Goff might be the guy. And um, I think as we see him kind of get players around him that aren't injured and uh, and are able to bring it together, you're seeing what Jared Goff can bring to to the game as a quarterback. And I think it's a lot. Does he need a perfect setup around him? No, no. Um, but he does need. People can catch the ball. Brad Holmes is that guy. Brad Holmes is definitely uh, the guy. Fields running back playing quarterback. Yeah, he had a couple good throws today, but um, he's he's going to be it's going to be problematic for Justin Fields and Bears fans. I think 
Hey, caller, what's your name? How much have you had to drink so far? Hey, it's Mike uh, from Iowa, and I don't drink, but I was working out because that often makes me uh, work out harder during the game. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. It's good for you. Wow, you're the first person who I found turned the Lions into a healthy healthy (laughs) kind of vice. (laughs) A healthy thing, yeah, yeah. Well, sometimes I, I probably shouldn't. It's a good thing I uh, go on the elliptical because otherwise you might get a heart attack. <laughs> so I wouldn't hurt myself. So, well, if, uh, no, if, I just uh, want to. If you're still feeling the effects in four hours, please be sure to call a doctor. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. No, I just uh, wanted to thank you for the show and I wanted to make a comment. Uh, uh, you know, I've not been the greatest of golf fans. But uh, my favorite uh, play of the game was actually in the fourth quarter when the game had been sealed up and Goff was no longer in the game. And uh, Jamal had that uh, great run. And did you see the first player to greet him yep. was Jared Goff with a big old bear hug? Yeah, and Goff. that just shows to me how invested Jared Goff is. And as fans, I, I think we need to be invested in him too. Yeah, so, I'll tell you that's what. all I wanted to say. Thanks. For- Oh, go ahead. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, Goff, that play, if you watch, Goff ran down the sideline with Williams yeah, while yeah, he's running that. And then, and then bolts on the field. Yeah. That was, that was, oh, that was so great to see. So, I mean, you talk about yeah. a team and that sense of, of brotherhood. You're seeing it. And, and it's been a long time since we've kind of seen this kind of, uh, connection between the guys on the, on the, on the team. And, uh, you're right. Goff coming out there for the big bear hug was, was indicative of what this means to, to each of those guys. Yeah, yeah, no, and it was a complete uh, game victory, and Aaron Glenn, you know, uh, patched up the defense a little bit, and yeah, I'll, I'll hang up and I'll let somebody else get uh, get some good perspective, but thanks to you and, and to Riz, and I'm glad that you guys are feeling better, and hopefully we're uh, talking again in a week with another Lions win. So. Ooh, yeah, we'll talk about that. That's a, That, it'd be great. Thanks for the call, brother. Appreciate the kind yeah. words and, uh, and checking in. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, yeah, boy, there's... Um, Next week is lining up to be one heck of a game. Um, boys and girls, it is all coming together. We've got to watch what happens with Seattle today. Uh, we need to see the Jets beat down on Seattle, and then it's all on us. It's all on us. I think, who does Seattle play the last game of the season? Does anybody remember? Uh, the Rams. Yeah. we got to count on the Jets. Go Jets, go. J-E-T-S, Jets. Um, that's what we need. We need a Jets victory today to uh, fix fix all the Lions' woes. Um, and then, I've said it, I am a little bit worried about what this Lambo game is setting up to be for Lions fans. Um, but we'll talk about that, too. Hey, caller, what's your name? How much have you had to drink? Hey, you know what it is, baby. Jersey <laughs> Rams. And I'm so glad to see the tie has turned for my boy golf. Um, <laughs> they jinx me every time he says back. Oh, they keep saying, "Oh, he hasn't thrown an interception." Like, stop saying, stop saying it. <laughs> but um, yeah, he is so locked in right now. Um, uh, you give him a running game with the play action, and look. In week 12, the Eagles had nobody on the injury report, and I thought that was amazing, like nobody. Yep. Now they are sweat today. Um, the notion that they're just as good with Minshew has been um, um, proven not to be true. Uh, the Niners still have Purdy with a great defense. Uh, like, who – if you're in NFC, who would you be afraid of if the Lions get in? Like, I'm literally – 
not afraid of the Lions playing anybody um, in a shootout, you know, because that yeah. defense, you know. Yeah. But in a shootout, man. Mm, I think I think the the one team that I'm afraid of is the Niners, to be honest with you. Right. That's the one team that 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 gives me straight fear. But my my fear right now is just the this this next week, this game coming up. And I and I don't want to get to it yet because I, I it's it's I want to celebrate what we have and what happened today and enjoy it with everybody for a few minutes before we get too far ahead of ourselves. But right. um that that game next week is really going to be uh, one for the ages. I, I almost guarantee it gets flexed to the 8 p.m. slot. Um, it's yeah. it's it's Nikon, everything. Lambo. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Especially yeah. if Green Bay wins today. I hope they don't. But no. especially if they do, yeah, it's it's great, man. But this is this is you know where your reputation is made for all these players, yep. from St. Brown, Golf, to Hutchinson, who played a great game today like just all over the place like they say his discipline was great and james houston my god um when lines are in passing attack the kid is i don't want to say he's von miller because he doesn't play the run yet but his bend and his uh get at the quarterback is, is 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 it reminds me a little bit of von miller so yeah i've seen that yeah i've heard that and and i see what people are talking about uh with houston right the setting up the 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 speed with the power the power with the speed my guy my guy is showing some real juice out there and i'm i'm excited to see what houston becomes and i saw riz rolling around just give him a little call out uh, I saw you in the chat, Riz. Uh, he knows. He knows. It's, he's he's never been happier. And, and tell Riz to give my man Golf some love too. I expect Riz to give some love some love to my boy Golf next time he's on the uh, the pod. I expect a lot of people to kind of step up and admit, you know, who's who's really good at it. Q Q was asking actually uh, on a. a a text we've got with a couple of us asking another guy he couldn't make the game today he's like hey they got the golf bobblehead can someone get one for me please and i'm like this is the end times q if you're going for golf <laughs> he's like i'm it's all great, in man i feel so vindicated I, I'm, I'm happy for the kid that, he, that he's playing well in detroit man so um as always i'll continue to listen great job and uh Hopefully, call you in next week. Well, I don't know if you're going to do it if it's Sunday night. Oh, hell yeah. After the game? Hell yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. And I'll talk to you next week. All right, man. Hey, I want to say thanks. Happy New Year. Th- yeah, you too, man. And thanks for calling in with your golf support. Golf support. I said golf. Gosh. The golf support. Because you you were a, a quiet voice in a desert of people screaming and, and the same a lot of those same people were screaming for Campbell at the same time there at the end of, you know after the the Patriots game and you stood up and you said no no he's the guy and you know what you were a heck of a lot more right than you were wrong man so you, you deserve uh you know props for standing up for your your guy golf in the in the face of adversity <laughs> yeah have a good night bro yeah you too man we'll see you all right there you go ah <sighs> It's our, our guy. He's the one that carried golf the whole time. And uh, it looks like he was right. Hey, caller, what's your name? How much have you had to drink? Oh, hey, I'm uh, my name is Devin Jones. I've uh, had six beers. I had a sixer. Good for you. And uh, yeah, just uh, <laughs> celebrating after a nice Lions win. 
How was that? That was about one of the tastiest wins this season. I know the Jags win was good, but the more I think about this being such a stomping of a division rival, it was it was never really in question. You know what I mean? It was it was really yeah. a a good solid win, and I it, we've had more of these this year now. And even even you know this is the first time we've had single digit losses since nine and seven wasn't good enough, and, and since twenty seventeen, and that's yeah. cool. But yeah. even in twenty seventeen. Those wins were like gnawing on your your your, your nails, kind of knuckle bite nail biters, man. It it was never just like we go out and win. This season's a little bit different. This is a little bit different. Yeah, are, everything. This, go ahead, bro. Everything feels different. Everything feels different. Is uh, you know, I they never have wins like this. Uh, they never had them in the past. You know. I can't, you know, think, think you think beyond this year and when have they ever dominated besides that Arizona game? Mm, yeah. They dominate. I mean, and it's just, the thing is, is like, it's like they got some highs and lows. Like last week they got their ass kicked and this week they kicked the ass. It's crazy. <laughs> it's, it happens like teams, right? It's the whole any given Sunday thing. Um, teams bounce yeah. up, teams bounce down. And, and I think last week, like, like coach said, sometimes you got to get punched in the face to kind of get re, uh, realigned yeah. with where you're at. And I, and you know, I feel like that, I feel like that's kind of where we're at. I was just saying that's, that's the best thing they probably, I mean, you know, last week I felt bad about it. I felt like same old Lions again, but you know, this week I'm like, maybe that's the best thing that could have happened to them, you know, get, get punched in the face and realize, you know, we're playing football. You know, some teams are gonna they get they're motivated, and you know the young guys are motivated now. I think they're I think they're ready for a playoff run. If they can get in next week, I think they're ready for a playoff run. Yeah, yeah. I'm <laughs> next week is lining up to be this is I talked about it on the on the show this week with Riz a little bit. It's lined up to be the game, which is the passing of the torch kind of a game, right? Where. The, the 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 lions finally take that torch. Aaron Rodgers probably last year if if they if they tank out and lose to the lions, I mean it, it, you know Rodgers is, is full bitch out mode. Um, it's it's potential exactly. that, that he they he closes up shop. He's he's created enough you know rift over there in the organization. They're, the the fans are ready to move on. I mean, you see all that to see the lions kind of take it from them and be the team to kind of put, put the Packers in the ground as they start their ascension into, you know, the Kings of the North. Yeah. Oh God, I would love it. We're going to be the Kings of the North. Yeah. Hold yeah. on. I got one more, one more question before I, uh, before I get off on you. Sure, sure. Uh, um, is golf better than Stafford? Is he, is he, I think he is. Ooh. I mean, <laughs> this whole time I feel, I feel like maybe, maybe, maybe Stafford got beaten to the ground by a bad offensive line for years and years. But I just, I feel like golf is much more complete quarterback. It might not have the arm of Stafford, but he can control the field. Like Stafford really never did. I mean, he, he was just like big play Stafford. And I feel like golf really is like a full complete quarterback. This is going to be I'm a not great to talk crap about that. No, no, no. It's going to be a great off-season conversation, right? I mean, you think about it. Look, Stafford was, you know, the gunslinger. He was the player that pulled you from behind so many times. Yeah, I love the guy to death. Um, but Jared and, and if you remember when we brought in Caldwell, it was to teach Stafford how to manage games. And that's one thing that 
we're getting out of golf is he's able to manage these yeah. games. Um, is he better? Like, is his skills better? I don't know if, you know, from like throwing the ball through a tire at 190 yards, you know, I don't know. I don't know if golf's got that over Stafford, but the real question is going to come. If this team makes the playoffs and they win a playoff game, I mean, how can you not say golf is better than Stafford at that point? How can you not, you know, and, and that's going to be hard. I think for a lot of people, a lot of people are going to have to have to fucking have to choke on that. And that's I've loved that question all year yeah. because it's it's just the, the brain yeah. stumper. Well, one more thing, real quick. Uh, yeah. The one thing that might go to that point is I don't think Stafford's ever had two towers uh, being Decker and Sewell just protecting him on both sides. Yeah. So that might like boost boost golf boost golf's quarterback ability by a couple points. You know what I mean? Yep. Well, we've got like we're. Right, well, I'm seeing it right now that um, oh, what's it called? They're they're saying that uh, Goff can't win you the game though without help. No, either could Stafford. He had Megatron to bail yeah. him out many, 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 many years. I mean, he he was a guy yeah. that could put a ball in small windows, but he lost more games than he won. He threw more interceptions yeah. than you know than than anybody. Um, I'm not saying Stafford's bad. I'm just, but I am saying that that's a. He can't win you without help doesn't really mean anything because yeah. no quarterback can win a game without help. Yeah. But and it's a conversation to have. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Stafford definitely he um I don't know. We'll see if he even comes back next year. But uh I gotta go. I gotta get back to things and you have a good time. Yeah, you too, brother. Thank you, you for calling. Happy New year. Yeah, you too. Thanks a lot. You have a good one. Yeah, go lines, brother. Bye. All right, there we go. Um, we're getting ready soon for uh coach to come up on the press presser so we'll have him up there uh our guy is golf now yep that's it uh we'll get into some conversations hey caller what's your name how much have you had to drink hey chris it is Sue shark nd here calling you on a fantastic win day how are you doing brother thank you for being a member am, of the channel by the way look at you rocking and rolling hey i love it and i'll tell you why it's because you know riz said something pretty telling a while back when he's like why do you do this to yourself talking about putting up with with bad losing teams and you know i'm been a lions fan now that it's 2023 i've been a lions fan for 40 years and i'm not from michigan so when when riz said that i i didn't apply that to the team i applied that to the fans and that's why i love coming here is because I'm not going to get just like, oh, there we go again. We're all going to fall down and blow up and die. And I appreciate the positivity you bring to this. I really do. Um, as regarding like the last caller with Stafford. Oh, wait, hold on. Know, we, we got this, man, I want to thank our fans. Get, they were outstanding. I've been Stay outstanding all year in uh, places loud. And, and it's just, it's a great, great environment uh to play in you know when you're a coach and a player and, and you really feel like you have home field advantage man that's uh it's a special feeling and because there are home teams in this league that don't have that they just don't even when they're winning so uh this is special and and i want to thank them for showing up again and being loud it was awesome i was proud of our team i was proud of our coaches i was proud of our team we bounced back and and uh i knew we would uh, because of the guys we have on this team, man. They went to work. They trusted us. We went full pads on Wednesday and said we're going to get our identity back and we're going to recalibrate, and those guys did that. They trusted us, and they came out, and it looked like that. It looked like we were ready to go. It looked like we were more physical. Um, so I was proud of them. You said you were all your defense on the gig up 10 points. It was a total 
team effort. I mean, on offense, you have some great moments in defense as well. Is this the best you've seen them play physicality-wise? Uh, I don't know about that. I feel like we've actually, as a whole, we've probably played better games. Just a little. But this is certainly up there. This is this is well done. And, and considering what we just bounced back from, I think is big. It just verifies all that we've, what we are, what we know uh, that we're capable of. Um, and you know, here we are. I don't know what that is. Six out of eight or something. Uh, what is it? I don't know. You guys know. There you go. So uh, it's pretty good. Whatever it is, and we got back to winning, which was great. Well, the young guys stand with. James Houston with three sacks. Yeah. Got a couple. Eighty got one. They got a fumble recovery. Yeah. Interception. Just those young guys making impact plays like that. I mean, obviously that bodes well for the future. Mm-hmm. Right now. Yeah. They they listen. They stepped up for us and did a great job. Um, all those guys. And we talked about it. That was the key to this game. Defensively was keeping him in. And we got hurt early. We got hurt early. And and that was self induced. That was self induced. Uh, and it happened to us a couple of times, and, and uh, we let them out of there, and those players know who they are, and they immediately came off, <laughs> you know, and we got it straight. And that's a credit to them, but our, our athleticism in some areas showed up when it needed to. We, you know, here's the hard thing with a playing a guy like Fields, man. He, you know, if you just, you just come barreling off the edge and you're out of control, then he's gone. Um, so then you have to be able to bring a little bit uh, a force and close the pocket in on him, but it, but you can't commit one way or another because then he'll break contain again. So while this is happening off, your back end's having to cover the rear off for, you know, for five, six, seven seconds at a time, and you know, so you give up a couple holding calls. I mean, that's that's not an easy task there. Um, but all in all, man, I thought we snapped back on defense. We were much more physical. Uh, we got takeaways today. Uh, we did. We got sacks. We were disruptive. And as far as Complimenting, uh, complimentary football. Our offense was able to take off a little bit and get them in a bind to where they couldn't just continually do the read run stuff, uh, you know, and give it to 32 one more time, all those things. Did you plan to run the ball that much or did it just develop? No, we wanted to run the ball. It's proud of the old line. It's proud of Jamal. Swifty came to life, man. Watching Swifty, that's like. Uh, it's like being out in the desert with nothing to drink, and there's that water that you just found. <laughs> it was great. Um, it was great to see him, and he was feeling it, and uh, that was good. But it was great to get Jamal going again, man. We've been talking about this, you know, wanting to really get him lathered up and uh, and let him go. Um, and our offensive line took this serious. They took last week serious, and there again we went to work. Our tight ends, receivers, everybody had a hand in it. So there again, it was a great job. Dan, uh, I think it means everything. I think it's just so special. Um, it's as good as it can get. I mean, seriously, you get to go to Lambeau, uh, historic Lambeau, uh, where the, the tops in this division has been Green Bay every year for years, and, and to go earn your right, you know, uh, to potentially get in. Even if you do get that win, doesn't mean you're guaranteed to get in. I know this, we're guaranteed to get one more week. And, uh, and so I just think this is as special as it gets. I mean, I just don't think you'd want it any other way. Now, that being said, this, this to me is, man, uh, because I, you know, the only downside about today is the fact that this is our last home game. And you want this to be, no, man, uh, we're going to have a few more home games here down the road, you know, in January. Um, 
And so, but as far as where we're at right now, it don't it doesn't get any better than this. Hundred percent, Big West. Yeah, I do, I do. I, I think this is what you want them to taste. They need to feel this. They need to understand what this is because this has got to become the norm. You know, this has to become the norm. And then once you get, you start to understand this, uh, you know, then it then it becomes a, um, you know, you're playing for the division. You're playing for. Uh, where your seating's going to be like that that's coming but right now to get a taste of all this right now and be in the hunt be in the run i think is huge for our guys jared uh, was one of the hottest quarterbacks in the nfl in the month, month of december he's just kind of continued that right into january and the new year let's talk about his play today at 72 percent completion percentage yeah yeah how, how much is he yeah, he's. I would start with this. I'm going to give a lot of credit to Ben and and Brunel, uh, John Morton, uh, all those guys, um, because they all have a hand in that. Now, as far as is Goff himself, he he's extremely hot and he's playing at a very high level. He he's uh, he has a ton of confidence right now, and he's had this for a while. I mean, really since. Um, I mean, look, he's, he's played pretty well all year. There's been a couple here and there, and the turnovers were early, but he, he just, he's got a real good feel of the game plan. Um, and you can just tell it's like uh, he's in this mode right now where you, you feel like any time you dial up a pass, he's going to find he's gonna find somebody. He's going to find the throw. He's going to get it to the guy that, that, that's open. And uh, that's a great feeling, man. When To feel your quarterback is in that mode and he's been there, it's a great feeling. And look, it helps when your old line protects like it's protecting. I mean, that helps everything. Because this guy, look, here's what we know about golf, man. You give him just a minute to see it, he's going to, he can put it on the spot. Um, I'm glad he's here. I know that. Yeah, Andre Swift is less of water in the desert. What was it like seeing Jameson get, you know, some space and, and be able to, He's like a candy bar in the desert. <laughs> but I wouldn't eat until I got that drink of water because my mouth would be dry. But it would be soon to follow. Um, yeah, it was great. You know, and, and we wanted to see him. We, look, we had something up for him last week, too, and we just never got to it. Uh, the flow of the game. You know, we tried to get him a screen early. Um, it didn't work out. And so to get him that one, what's a little bit of space, and you see him turn up, and it's, you know, you can see that speed um so that's good to see get him a little more involved and there again man the more that he does every week and and the more that timing gets developed and and just man him going and i tell you what he's hungry now like he he goes you know he, he works hard in practice he wants to know what he needed to do or what he's very coachable and so he, he's only gonna he's only gonna continue to do this I look, I, I think that to me, um, you know, look, it's early right now. I know this. Uh, I always felt like uh, that, but you want to win a division championship as soon as you, you're on the spot. I mean, there's no doubt about that. But you also have a vision of where you think it needs to go. And I know this, like, we need to be competing for, for division championship next year. I mean, that's the goal. That's what Brad and I set out to do. Um, and you do that, and then you, man, you're able to get a home game, get you a couple home games, and now everything runs through 
Ford Field that runs through <clears throat> Detroit, man, you like your odds a little better. Now, there again, we're, this is all, we're still in this moment right now. We got to go to Green Bay, so I don't want to get too far ahead, but that was always the vision, man. And if we don't think like that, then we'll never get there. I know that. Some communication issues in the Quarter. Oh, God. What, what was going on there? And I guess yeah. what does it say about your offense that you're able to still uh, pull a touchdown out of that first drive? Well, it says that golf's in great shape because he kept running back over to get the play, run back in. Um, that was a good job by those guys getting it. You know, it was the helmet went out, and then we tried to change out the helmet. That helmet wouldn't work. And then we, you know, and, and eventually we got it fixed. Um, but that's. You know, it was a good job by Ben getting them into him, but really golf. I mean, to to be able to get it in um, and then sprint back out there, get the play into the guys without the play clock running down, and then still going through the process of everything that it takes to get us into the right play, the kills, the checks, all that. That was that was pretty good. It's pretty good. You talked about Swift. You talked about Jameson, but another one of those individuals is showing up is Brock Wright, especially in the most recent weeks. Yeah, listen, Brock's done a good job, and so is Zilstra. Those guys have stepped up. They're young guys in the tight end room, uh, you know, that we want to give an opportunity to. They're, they're both different in, in what they're able to do. Uh, they're both smart. They're both tough. Um, but, you know, look, Brock does a ton of dirty work for us, you know. He does all the blocking, pass pro. He does the flock motion blocks. And so... Um, you know, when you're a hammerhead long enough, it's sometimes it's a little easier uh, to be dropped in coverage. You know, as long as you sell it. No, I don't know about all that. I, you know, <laughs> I, I don't know where to go with that one. Um, but I, but they look, they've done a good job. He did a good job. He just, you know, he he shows up every game for us. He does something. Um, and so he he's really he's another guy that's grown and developed. Another one of our young guys. Um, you know, from last year. You get it from experience. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you get thrown a bone every once in a while. Here's one of your 12 catches, uh, which is fine. That's all good. You know your role, and and that's great. You know, they'll throw you some scraps. Jeremy, last one. You guys announced the offensive and defensive line out of the tunnel. Um, whose idea was that? And was that kind of the same thing with recapturing that identity? Yeah, that was. I wanted to do that because that was. You know, everything coming out of Carolina was about. That and and for us to be our identity to be a physical, tough, hard-nosed, uh, relentless, resilient uh, team, it all starts with the O line, D line, and so I wanted to make sure they got acknowledged for the last one here. All right. Thanks, guys. Okay. Doesn't matter if you have one ass cheek and three toes, I will beat your ass. Oh wow, that's way to end it. Thanks, Coach. All right, Slew Shark, we're back with you, brother. How you doing? <laughs> Yeah, doing great, man. Thanks for keeping me on. I appreciate it. Yeah, no, yeah, no problem. Okay. Uh, I, Sorry about coach there. Go ahead, man. <laughs> don't ever apologize for that, man. I love that, man. He's and awesome. I love where he's taking this team. And I guess what I'm coming, what it's coming down to is, you know, I don't have time for negative Lions fans who, when they lose a game, um, everybody's freaking out and, and starting to talk about replacing people. They have, they're, they're growing. They've earned their their stripes right now these coaches have and you know even golf you know we threw three touchdowns last week threw three touchdowns this week i'm not talking about stafford anymore i'm a bad breaker upper i've moved on from him him and tory petrick i don't need them anymore i have him i have i have golf and i have danny rogers so we're in good shape um but really it's it's i'm even if they lose the last game even if they don't make the playoffs 
I am still just high on this team. And I'm so happy to be going, um, standing in here the whole time, not complaining, not trying to find a different team. This is my team, and I'm proud to be a Lion fan. Go Lions. Man, I love how you said that. Appreciate that, uh, Shark. Thanks for the call, man. And uh, I will absolutely 100% echo your your sensibility there. Um, we talked about it early last, you know, in the last show, we talked about it early in the season. This is a six-win team this year. And here we are at eight. Um, your expectations change. It's okay to want more, but it's not terrible if the team loses. Like, we, we've talked about this. We've used work analogies in the slack and everything else. Um, you know, what is it? What is it? What is it? Like, if you've achieved all your goals for the year in September, do you get to put your feet on the desk for the rest of the year? Well, if that's when your major project was done at work, yeah, yeah, that's how it works. But, um, they achieved what they're supposed to. They're in stretch. They're now looking for the exceed expectations rating as a team. That's kind of how I look at the Lions this year. I won't be disappointed. I w- I'll be disappointed if they didn't win against uh, the Bears today. Yeah, the Bears are a bad team. I'd be disappointed if they didn't win against the, the, the Packers as well next week. But that wouldn't ruin the season for me because they met the the bar that I put in place and that everybody really put in their place in place the beginning of the season to uh for what a successful season was as part of this rebuild right now we're ahead of schedule i mean and and to go from that one and six period where people were saying bustinson they were saying you know golf is is terrible he's got to go who we're gonna we're gonna draft ar15 um yo mcdc's gotta go to go from all of that you know early this season to where we are now it's a really really big it's a really really big kind of switch around um Gosh, the life he wants to do. You predicted ten this season. That's that's a big that's a big bite, man. I don't know that uh, I would. I I definitely wasn't there. I was I was seven to nine, and we're right in the middle now. And I, I admitted my eight and nine win spot was you know a little bit of slappy, right? I mean that was the kind of the ceiling of what I thought they could do. But here we are. Uh, we've surpassed the seven that I I predicted was the number that they were going to get. Um, but there we go. So here we are. Let's talk about some of the scores going on right now. Uh, last I saw, the Vikings were up 3 nothing. They blocked a punt and wound up with a field goal. And we've got the Seahawks with the ball somewhere. Uh, two minutes left in the first quarter. Uh, Seahawks leading the Jets 10-3. to um, Big games for us. Big games. Pascal, 100%. Two sacks today. Gotta love what you saw from Pascal out there. Um, you know, the, the run game is, is, is tough. Is it, it, it's it's something this Lions team is going to, have to look for uh, a solution to definitely by next year. Uh, it's going to be tough to run the playoffs. I forget who said it in the chat earlier, but it's going to be tough to run the playoffs with the run defense like we've got right now. Hey, caller, what's your name? How much have you had to drink? Hey, my name's Matthew. Uh, I'm working on my fifth right now. Good for you. Wait, fifth, fifth, or just fifth drink? (laughs) You know, it's New Year's, so I started with champagne, and then I had some rum, and now I'm on to beer, and we're having a good time here. There you go. There you go. Oh, man, so we got you on. What do you got? We get a big win today for the Lions. You uh, you buying in for the playoffs, or? Well, here's the thing. So I'm 27, and I'm from North Carolina. I've been a Lions fan my whole life. So I have, I've never in my life gotten a, a Lions playoff win. Mm. And, you know, it's been a, a tough team to root for. It was good to have the wings growing up because mm. I, I had a Detroit that could win things. Yep, yep. And, uh, you know, the Patricia era was almost enough to make me stop watching football. 
And the way I feel about this upcoming week is, you know, whatever happens with the Seahawks, whatever happens with the, the Packers next week, I'm going to end the season feeling like next year I'm feeling really good. And I can't remember the last time that we went into the last season of a week. I felt really good about the next season. Like even in 2014, right, we're going to the playoffs, yep. and you imagine maybe we're going to make a run. Yeah. But you didn't feel good about 2015, right? Mm-hmm. 2017, you finished 9 and 8. You don't feel, or 9 and 7, you don't feel good about 2018. And so this is the first year that I can remember where I say, man, we have a good team this year. We make the playoffs great. We don't. Next year, man, we're going to be really good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this is this is the trajectory, right? That and, and you you were hoping every year, like like, and I'll even say it. Last year, you hung your your hat of hope on, hey, we beat the uh, the uh, the Packers in in Lambo to end the season. That was good. Hey, we beat them in the first half when their when their starters weren't there. We did that. We got this. Um, it was. It was, uh, <laughs> you know, you try to find those little kind of victories to hang your head on and, and, and get your hope as a fan, a little bit of hopium going on. Looking at the team and what they've done this year, you've got an entire body of work to look at that says, I've got more than a game or a half or a couple of plays. I've got a season that shows what is in the tank for this team. And I've got two first round picks and a GM that knows what to do with seemingly every pick he's got is almost untouchable other than Levi. I mean, he's been fire. You've got real tangible things as a Lions fan to look forward to this season still because it's not over, but next year, next year, man, this is, this is a golden era. And this is why I, I like, I am so nervous because I want that storybook passing of the torch in green Bay. I want us to win. Even if Seattle wins out, we don't make the playoffs because, ah, oh, we had that one loss. I'm Okay. I want that torch passed, and that's what that game means. I think it means a lot to, to fans, to the players, to, to everybody as far as like where this is going and to put the cap on the season to show that these guys got it. And boy, oh boy, oh boy, this next week is going to be the most heart-wrenching, heart-attack-inducing game I think I've watched in, in recent memory, man. <laughs> For sure, man. Well, there's only one thing that fans uh, fans can do to help the Lions win that game, which is to go uh, like and subscribe, help you guys out. This is, you know, this is the show to listen to. So it's not that hard. Just go like and subscribe. Anyways, I'll let you all get on with it. I uh, love the show. Uh, go. Appreciate you, bro. Thank you. <laughs> all right. Yeah, like and subscribe. He's he's got it. You can like. You can subscribe. Those are key things to help this 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 show and this team. That's how this how you really show support for the Detroit Lions is like and subscribing to this channel. Also, you can go to fanatics.detroitlionspodcast.com, fanatics.detroitlionspodcast.com, and lock in your sweet Lions gear. They got cool memorabilia if you're looking for that kind of a thing. They got sweet Lions gear. They got. Red Wings, Pistons, all the other stuff, too. But uh, you want to get your Hutch jersey. You want to get out there looking cool around town. Get the uh, the official good quality stuff, fanatics.detroitlionspodcast.com. All right. All right. Big game next week. Um, Jets, 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 Jets. What the heck? End of the first. Um, I, I see it as 10 to 3 so far. It looks like Green Bay ran one back. I've got a couple of screens going here. Um, we'll see what we got. All right. Um. Hawkinson with a huge drop. Come on, Hawk. I actually need Hawkinson to make some catches today. I mean, the the finals. Last I looked, we were .04 point differential in what the projected outcomes were. 
for fantasy for the, the Detroit Lions podcast fantasy thing. So I, I, I could use some uh, some help there. Hawk. Go, go catch some passes, get some touchdowns. Um, what else we got? Uh, Jets will win. I like that. Easy does it. Jets will win. Let's let's stick that out. Let's stick that out. Big West Lions have to win one. A four eyed die. I'm not. I'm, I'm with you. It, it's coming. Now's the time to really, really check, ch- uh, have some fun. Were they giving away those black grit scarves at the game today? Lee, this is a great question because I really, really, really want one of those. Does anybody know? Can anybody help hook a brother up here? Um, are they at fanatics.detroitlionspodcast.com? Let me know because I want to get me. Uh, I want to get the uh, get myself one of those grit scarves as well. They looked really, really good. Okay, let's talk about JMO out there. JMO with the uh, the big the big sweep, right? Saw some speed on our guy. Um, loved that. After we were already hyped up from a big uh, swift pickup. What was it? Somebody said it was the first time since Barry that we had a, a draw play on third down and eighteen that that we were able to or third and eighteen or more that we were able to pick up. And Swift did it. This is this is a big deal, man. This is a big deal. Uh, Swift is really out there causing some problems. And he's going to cause problems for us because a lot of people were out in Swift earlier. And now at the end of the season, he's coming alive. What do you do? What do you do if you're Brad Holmes? What do you do if you're the Detroit Lions with, with DeAndre Swift? He's going to be one we talk about in the offseason. There's a lot of really, really good running backs out there. And Jamal, too. As Riz said, there's a lot of better running backs out there uh, in free agency this year. Jamal, do you sign him out of a sense of duty, or do you do you upgrade? Um, that's gonna be a that's gonna be an extra. That's gonna be a tough one. Uh, I just see touchdown Seattle. Brandon, please say quit saying that, Brandon. <laughs> I don't want to hear that from you. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Uh, Jmo should be nicknamed the Flash. Um, yeah. Yeah, that was great. I want to see more of him. Uh, we got golf coming up at the podium here shortly, so we'll we'll get into that. Definitely want to see a lot more of JMO out there on the field. He's really, really rocking. Um, 99 likes. The algorithm ain't one of them. Hit that like button, folks. Give us some love. Uh, hit the subscribe while you're there. And uh, we'll bring you Jared Goff here on the podium in just moments as we get to him. Oh, just. We're waiting. People like to hear themselves talk ahead of time, I guess. So they're setting up Jared right now. We'll get Jared when he gets up on the on the podium. Yeah, the throwback uniforms look sweet. I loved those back when they came out in the 90s. I think it was when they first started playing with them. I loved watching those uniforms on the, on the Detroit Lions. Um, let's see. How much a shark worth? Chark. Yeah, he's a guy to sign right yeah. now. Let's get golf right here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, thank God we had a little contingency plan there in place with the wristband. Uh, about halfway through that drive, we re- remembered we had that, and um, that made it a little bit easier. But up until then, yeah, I was running to the sideline getting the call. Um, things like that happen sometimes, unfortunate. Um, but, yeah, it happens. How, about, I mean, how difficult is it for me? Is it a big challenge, or is it just something you're Yeah, we can't play the whole game like that. We, we, you know, I've done it before, and I've had times where the headset goes out. It's unfortunate. Uh, you know, you'd like to think it, it, it doesn't, but it does. It's just uh, part of the game. Yeah. Really is fun. Yeah, it really is. Our defense did a hell of a job today. Boxing him in. I know he had the one long run, but outside of that, I thought uh, they did a great job. You know, shutting down Justin and. Um, 
doing what they were trying to do today. And uh, then, yeah, when we get a short field, it's 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 huge. It changes everything for us. I think the the series we went three and out early in the game. Uh, and then they went three and out, and then we had a you know a nice or they had a short punt or whatever happened. But we gained like 30 yards of field position without doing anything, and that's where it's like okay, we feel you know the true complimentary football, and um, yeah, it's it's fun. Uh, important, important to get it going and to get those guys running confident and feeling the holes and <clears throat> get the O line playing confident like that too. And uh, yeah, it was very important, and it was a good day to do it. Yeah. Yeah, it's important. It's huge. Uh, it's it's where we want to be, playing you know the last game of the season, and it means something. And um, you know we'll see where we land after it all. Yeah, yeah, he's dynamic. He's really dynamic, and and we've got a handful of those guys now that you put the ball in their hands and anything can happen. As a quarterback, it's pretty fun, and, and certainly as an offense, it helps us. What does it do for you from a foundational standpoint to be playing in meaningful games? Yeah, it's huge. It's huge. Not every team, players, young guys get the opportunity to play in games like this. I mean, there's a bunch of guys here who have, uh, for the first half of their career, have not had that chance to play in a game in January that means something. And, um, you know, we're going to get that chance next week. And, um, you know, whether it gets us in or not, it's not up to us. But, you know, going in there, trying to win and and see see where everything falls at the end. Whereas in the first half, you had uh, passes to 10 different players to, uh, to have those kind of options. Did we 10 different players? Yeah, 10. Wow. Yeah. Um, what's that, you know, what's that do for you, and how tough is that to defend? Yeah, it's, it's uh, you know, part of how our offense works. There isn't really, like, a, a feature guy, and there isn't really, like, a, you know, forcing it to, to one guy to get him the ball or anything. It's just kind of whoever's open gets the ball, and um, Ben does a good job calling it and, and keeping us in rhythm and keeping us on the same page. And um, I think when we're able to stay efficient on first and second down, it, it kind of works that way sometimes. And uh, the tight ends, again, showed up huge today. Probably, yeah. Um, yeah, I won't jinx anything, but yeah, probably. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't give you more there, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. When you're playing six, seven, eight game stretch like this, what's that do for you guys? Yeah, I think confident and comfortable is the best way to describe it. I wouldn't say it feels slower, but uh, I, I think where we're at with our offense right now, I'm so comfortable and so. Uh, you know, Ben and I are so much on the same page. With every time he calls the play, I know why he's calling it, what what the reason is, uh, you know, what defense we're expecting. You know, you're, you're just so much ahead of uh, you know where we've been in the past, and, and Ben and I are, are really on the same page, and, and it allows me to play pretty freely and, and pretty comfortable. What was the atmosphere like there today? Fun. Obviously you guys aren't going to have another one here. Can you just imagine what it would be like if you guys are winning? Yeah, like yeah, it'd be amazing. Today. It'd be amazing. Today was so fun, and, and seeing those fans, you know, knowing it's our last home game, and how fired up they got. That video was pretty cool. I sat there and watched it um, towards the end. It, it's it's cool, man. It's really cool to see uh, to see the culture building and to see the culture, uh, you know, kind of seething into the fans a little bit, and then they feel it and, and they're having fun with it. So, yeah, we love playing in front of these guys. It's a lot of fun. Sure, you mentioned the tight ends there, and they've been outstanding for the last <clears> few weeks as you. When you guys traded the team traded TJ, yeah. that was a big move. You were yeah. seemed thrilled about it. Obviously, things were going to be more difficult. But since then, like you said, everything's taken off. What have those guys done, and has that done something for you? Not having TJ and having to maybe... Uh, yeah, they've done a great job. They've consist- been consistent, been where they're supposed to be. Um, 
you know, on time, block well, do they do everything right, and they and they get themselves open, and um, there's nothing much else to it. I think I get that question every week, and it's like, uh, and not, not to be, you know, I, I, but but like, you know, since. You know, TJ's a great player, and TJ's doing tremendous things, and and he's tr he's a tremendous player. But these guys are no slouches either, and and you know I've stood their own, and um, I think it's a testament to their coaching, and then and, and just who they are as players. Jared Dragon across the media. Fourth down, you made the decision when everything was covered to throw that shot up to DJ. Yeah. Can you just explain the mindset of that play and why that's the right? Only because it was fourth down. Yeah, if it's third down, I wouldn't have done that. Um, kind of everyone was covered underneath and saw him deep and figured, you know, worst case scenario, hopefully was pass interference. You know, if it's intercepted in the end zone, so be it. Um, but yeah, fourth down, just trying to make something happen. Couple more guys. All good. Thank you. Good. Thank you guys. All right, Jared Goff. Woo! Got a good one. Love it. I love. I love. I love hot Goff. In the uh, in the press room, <laughs> get asked that question every week. <laughs> Dude got defensive immediately. It was great. All right, um, yes, Ken Button, you did. These nuts. You got some of those dragged across the screen there. Uh, <laughs> um, TJ is not all that. Yeah, I, I, this is one of the things we've talked about early, um, folks. And I and I just want to I want to say back when we talked about Hawk. Um, I talked, I talked about it in my video and people were like, mm, you know, the, he, I'm not naming sources, but he wasn't working and he didn't want to be here and he didn't, yep. He didn't have grit. That was everything. And if you looked at his numbers, he had Ebron numbers. They were almost identical and he didn't want to believe it. And when I saw the numbers, I was stunned that he had Ebron numbers. Oh my God. What in the heck Vikings? You are frauds. Um, yeah, he had Ebron numbers. It's it's just he was not the guy. And now we're watching the, the the stat that I saw was that the Lions are the first team in the history of the NFL to have three different tight ends catch more than two touchdowns in a game. That's pretty crazy to see that they that they able to pull that out. Um, that's without Hawk in the mix. You got Zilstra. You got, uh, I think Hawk probably did earlier in the season. You got Brock Wright and you got James Mitchell out there just balling. Good, good stuff. Good, good stuff. Packers with a touchdown. It's all coming down to next week. It really is. This is going to be flexed for sure. I know it. Um, kid from Big Daddy right now. The goddamn Jets. <laughs> 17 to 3, it looks like. Uh, Seahawks over the Jets. This is a tough one. Uh, Hawk with three drops already. Whew. Um, it is what it is. It is what we is. Uh, all right, give us a call two four eight seven eight two eight three eight four two four eight seven eight two eight three eight four. You can call us, be part of the show, and uh, we'll take your questions and, and talk through the Lions win, the coach's presser, and uh, celebrate a little bit today. Enjoy the moment, and then. Start thinking about next week and talk about what what's to come. You you don't want to walk past the the the, the victory over a uh, a division rival. You know the Bears are on the ropes this year. You know the Bears just are sucking wind, and it's okay to just drag on them like that, uh, like we did this year. That's that's fine. That's fun. It's worth every second. But um, you know that's that's an expected win at this point. 
looking towards you want to you want to you want to love the win you want to feel it and in the, in the, in the, remember the experience because in the tough times it's the wins that that you can hold on to to feel better um this is going to be this is going to be uh next week is going to be a fireball uh i guarantee it's going to get flexed i guarantee this is going to be all in and this is going to be for so many reasons a testament to the lions rebuild you know the the prime time game where where have the lions been prime time they've done they've done terrible even when they've had good seasons they'd show up in prime time and choke and then the season would fall apart after that you know previously now you sit here and uh you've got the chance to change that narrative to show that you're a different team to show the grit the heart the everything uh that this team said it was the team that can and will that is what you're looking at next week against the packers and um look even if the the packers lose today which doesn't look like early is what's going to happen it all lines up for that game and it's all in on that game next week. It's going to be uh, a heck of a deal, a heck of a deal to see uh, what what pulls out, uh, what what happens next week. I'm so stoked, boys and girls. We've got a week and a couple hours. I feel like to we we do we do what we do as the Lions. And let's talk about it. What are you going to do? What are you going to do to set up for next week? Right. It's it's the my last day before I go back to work. I'm going to be going late with a show afterwards, but I don't care. I don't care. The Lions is worth it. Let's see what we got here. Hey, caller, what's your name? How much have you had to drink so far? Hey, this is Paul from Wisconsin. Uh, I've got a a solid bottle of wine down. Oh, there you go. That's good. Doing a little classy. You got the pinky up the whole thing? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, a little bit of that, yeah. (laughs) Uh, I, I just wanted to call in and just say, like, how do they, with the momentum that they got, pivot that in their defensive like um, streak? Because, you know, it's it's on, it's off. It seems kind of sometimes. And how do they just roll that into the um, Packers game? Because the Packers got some solid running backs. Yeah, well, you got Aaron Jones, who's beat up, and um, he's got a million contusions and mess, and and, and he's just wrecked. Um, I actually, and I, I, I haven't checked the uh injury report but what i'm seeing in uh hearing is that the the packers run game is actually one of the least of our worries um seeing how we played them last time as well we played the run game really really stout um but their defense today is really coming up strong the it's that's the defense that i'm seeing today from the green bay packers is the defense that we talked about at the beginning of the year so I have a feeling it's going to be a little bit of a a strength on strength. It's probably going to be a little bit of a shootout game. Um, what was what was the Lions score earlier this this year against the Packers? Do you remember off the top of your head? Fifteen to nine or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's going to be uh, the, the the name of the game again. I feel like it's going to be a tough kind of a defensive run. Um, oh man. This is going to be, this is going to be, this is going to be something. Boy, what are you thinking? What are you thinking, Paul? What are you, uh, what are you looking for? Uh, 
what I'm looking for is, I mean, I saw, I was watching the game on Fox today, which is a blessing to live in Wisconsin and actually get a Lions game for once. <laughs> but uh, the Lions, I think uh, it was, we're number one in offense in the first quarter, mm-hmm. like scoring. So I think if we come out, you know, just shooting real fast, we can piss off Aaron Rodgers a little bit and get on top. Yeah, yeah. No, I think I think scoring early is going to be important. I I like the idea. This is this is not a strategic play, right? But if we can win the toss and get the deferred ball, I really really like that idea. I like having the ball in the second half so much more than uh, having it in the beginning. Ah, oh, man. Let's see. Yeah. So I that's that's it. And then let let the defense work them, and then from there just score, score, score. Right. It, you're right. Early scoring is going to be important. Getting Aaron Rodgers' head is always a big part of it. Part of this though is green is Aaron Rodgers that cockiness that he has. Right. Like he told the Bears fans that he owns them. Um, he's messing with Vikings fans. Um, he. I'm waiting. Right. I'm waiting for what he says to get inside or under the skin of Lions fans. Cause I'm other than the fail Mary and all the other kind of crappy plays. I've never heard him audibly say something to drag the lions. And that's, that's the one I wait for because people are going to get mad. People are going to get real mad. Um, I would just oh, love to see the Lions yeah. shut this team down on the field. And I don't care what he says then. Yeah, and historic Lambo, it would be, it would be even sweeter. Yeah, so. yeah. I, yeah. I, I right, that bottle well, wines on me, buddy, <laughs> for that win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll be in the stadium next weekend, so uh, <laughs> I'll be cheering as hard as I can. Well, we'll, we'll thanks for taking my call. Listen for you. Yeah, thank you, brother. Thanks for calling. All right, Paul, out in Wisconsin. Woo! Yeah, if we can't beat Green Bay, we don't deserve to go in the playoff. Get in the playoffs. Well, it looks like Minnesota isn't beating Green Bay, although they're starting to drive. They're on the twenty-four right now. Um, we'll see. We'll see. Um, yeah, and that's the thing, Joey. The the demoralized demoralization of Aaron Rodgers. If his last game was a loss, not just a loss, a loss against the Lions, man. For the Lions to be able to keep them out of the playoffs, for the Lions to be able to win and get into the wild card, that's that is the like I said, it's the storybook ending, and I want a storybook ending in Lions Land. We deserve one. Um, well, Detroit Lions fans deserve a big, big happy win, and then we get to the playoffs. And then let me ask you, people, let's say we make it to the playoffs. What's your sense? What do you think about the team? If they don't win that playoff game, are you out? Is the same old Lions? What happens? I'm uh, I'm interested because there's always like even the Patriots during the big years had players that were same old Patriots kind of players. Oh, they stink. They don't know what they're doing. There's people crapping on Belichick and the whole thing. There's always that player. That player always exists, or that that, that fan always exists. So I understand. I wonder how uh, how many of those folks will exist if the Lions make the playoffs and and don't pull out a win this time. Hey, caller, what's your name? How much have you had to drink so far? Hey, sorry, this is uh, Mikey. I'm from Windsor. Hey, Mikey, welcome. Um, yeah, I called uh, last week. I had some trouble uh, getting through, and then. Uh, uh, to me, I was a little nervous too chatting right. with you. So, but uh, <laughs> don't be nervous, brother. It's the easiest thing to do. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. Um, 
But uh, yeah, I, I wanted to ca- call back to redeem myself this week. Oh, by the way, uh, I listened to the podcast after I called. The uh, Canadian accent was a little off. Oh, so, oh, for me, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm, 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 I'm not good at that. <laughs> it's uh, it's a little slower, eh? Right. So you gotta. Sorry, sorry, sorry about that. I didn't mean to go like that fast. It's hard to keep up sometimes. <laughs> That's um, anyway, Ash has um, it down. The re- <laughs> yeah, yeah, no worries. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm excited for the win today, but I feel like we've already won the season, yeah, right? Yeah. So. Um, but, uh, I wanted to talk to you. I, I've been thinking a lot about, uh, as far as the, um, the lions, uh, and the, and the, what I call the Bermuda triangle of Lake Erie, right? Mm-hmm. It's like Buffalo and Cleveland and Detroit, yeah. um, Buffalo, of course, uh, I, w- I want to get into it in a second. And then Cleveland, of course, has just been uh, notoriously terrible. And then, of course, we have our beloved Detroit Lions. Um, but if you look at Buffalo, right, mm-hmm. um, this is a team that's, that uh, was the had the largest playoff drought in the NFL. It was like plus 20 years. And, uh, and then they got a guy called... McDermott, and that's right. That's that's their coach, right? McDermott. Yep, yep. Is that right? Sean McDermott. Yep. And uh, and from what I listened to, I think on the radio, he had culture uh, written on his ball cap, so that every day he looked at it. And uh, and I think that's really important, right? And I think mm-hmm. that's what you preach on this show is is how do we change this culture? And if you look at what they did. Um, you know, their first or second year, they, they barely made it to the playoffs by this fluky, uh, throw that the, the ginger, uh, made. Right. 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 And then, uh, and then after that, they, they drafted their quarterback, they started progressing and now they've gotten to a team that you got into a place where they're like one of the best or if, if not, maybe the best team in the NFL, um, and that all is just because of the culture that they that, that they've made uh, over there in Buffalo. You're probably thinking, uh, Mike, why you know that you know this is a Detroit Lions podcast, right? Not a Buffalo podcast, but uh, um, but I think it's in, important to to think about that because you know reaching out to fan Detroit fans that are you know SOL fans and and that have that type of uh, mentality. Uh, it's important to think about that because why can't we do the same type of thing? Why can't we get a coaching regime in that is going to change the culture and change the process and change the way that we think about this team and bring in people like, um, you know, uh, I, that big defensive tackle from the Broncos. Um, I forget what his name is. The Buffalo got Von Miller. Uh, yeah, Miller, right? Yep. Like he came to Buffalo because they have this win- winning culture now, right? So, anyway, the reason why I wanted to call in uh, and say this is because I was this guy that was, if the Lions lost, say three or four games, I'd pretty much kind of pack it in and be like, okay, draft picks, draft picks, draft picks, and I was that guy for a long time. Mm-hmm. And listening to this show made me change to. No, the tra- draft picks actually don't really matter. It's wins that matter. And and if I look back on, I actually went to a Buffalo game because I live in Niagara now, but I went to a Buffalo game. Uh, the Lions played 
uh, Buffalo. It was a terrible game in December. Mm-hmm. And both teams were out of the playoffs. And it was essentially that game came down to the, I think it was like the eighth and ninth draft pick. And whoever won would get the ninth and whoever lost got there or whatever it was. We ended up getting Hawk and Buffalo got uh, Oliver. And so if you actually look at that game or if you look at that, that type of thing, then, well, who's won that? Who won that game? Well, Buffalo won the game and they got, or no, uh, yeah, Buffalo won the game. They got the better draft pick or however it went. Right. And, but really like, what's the, what's that really draft pick mean? Like Oliver's still there. Hawk's gone. If you look at, um, chase, right. Uh, from two years, he's sitting on the sidelines right now. Right. So, you know, wins are so much more important, I think then. And I, I appreciate that, that listen, the show has kind of given me that, that kind of, that, that way of thinking. So no, I appreciate it, Mike. Um, I, and I'll talk, I'll talk to you a little bit about culture and i think this was that's the thing that i think is um campbell is is brought and bringing and i think you're seeing it with uh our guy uh holmes too you know the whole idea of grit the whole idea of the team that can and will um the talk you know the, the team and the way they didn't give up last year and they didn't get that win until the the Minnesota game, right? But the team was bought in. They were playing. The games were still were more fun than they had been in, in years. And they instilled the culture, the Dan Campbell culture. And as they continue to do that and add talent, the team gets better and the culture starts to take hold and it starts to build. And now you're seeing what's happening uh, as this culture infuses. And I think another draft uh, another influx of the players and the, the picks that we're going to have this year are just going to be awesome because we have a number of picks to add talent or to to move around in the draft if needed. We have some some cap space for the first time this year to make some moves. I think you're going to really, really make um, th- that culture is going to find its way to the fore and it's going to show itself in, in the, uh, the can and the will and the grit. It's going to show itself to be um, what carried this team through some of those those earlier darker times um this team is fully bought in these players are fully bought in and this is really um this is the turn the turn was the culture first the talent is coming now and uh this team is really is is got a sweet sweet trajectory ahead of it and i'm as calm as i've been as a lions fan facing a win or die we need help to get in the playoffs I'm all right. I'm all right because I see where this is going and I don't I don't have to be terrified and I don't have to say they'll never get another chance if they don't do it now. Now, this team has got everything that they need. Um they've got all the pieces. They've they they've got the draft picks. They've got what they need to take the next step next year and then even the year after that. I I'm really excited with the way these pieces are put together and and the foundational piece is all about that culture and it, you know way 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 back when uh coach was first hired and uh brad holmes was was first hired nobody understood it seemed like in the media what servant leadership was and what ownership was and what buying in as a team really was and um this once i saw that 
Once I saw how they were approaching leading this team and building the culture of this team, I knew I was, I was in, I was in people saw, I was sucked in immediately. And I was trying to tell people from the beginning that this is, this is all about leadership style. This is all about your man. You just, you deliver what you're supposed to deliver. You own what you're supposed to own. Jamie Collins didn't own shit. Goodbye, Jamie Collins. I don't care who you are. Also an Anzalone. So addition by subtraction was, was amazing. Chris Spielman, the, the anchor, Back to the last playoff winning Lions teams, um, the, the the class, the things that in his personal life he's been through to to give perspective to the game. Um, all these things come together and create a Lions culture and a culture of a team that can and will to, to, to steal it from uh, from coach. I'm I'm really excited. I don't care as much about where the draft pick numbers look. I'd love five, the first four picks in the draft every year. That would be awesome. But that's not going to happen. I don't have control over the Rams pick. Um, I don't have control over the Lions pick. But I know and I have faith finally in a team where if we go up or down one pick or two picks or five picks, yeah, there's a player I'd like. But there's another player I'm going to like at the other spot. And I have the confidence that this front office and the staff can get us the players that we need no matter where they pick in the draft. And, I mean, you look at teams like the the Patriots or teams that have been good for a long time, they don't draft high. They draft, you know, they draft way down there. They're not relying on that number two overall pick every year to try to put something together. I'm, I'm not as worried about where we pick because I know this team can pick. I know this front office knows how to pick. This year they've got yeah, their scouting yeah. plans and their scouts and, pro- and their program and their software in place. They're set up again. They're poised to only get better at what they're doing. Yeah, and not only uh, I think can they pick, or you know, um, but they can they can also coach the coach the players, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, I to be honest, I'd rather you know I'd rather a twelfth round pick that can be co- coached up than a than a third round pick that you know we saw that with Okuda, right? Yep. Like. Yep a third round guy that's like, Oh, okay, great. And then, but then now we got a coaching staff that actually coached Okuda up and now we see what he actually can do. Right. Yeah. So what development um, looks like, which we but, didn't uh, see forever. Anyway, so. um, I'll, uh, I'll let you back to the show, but um, I, uh, I don't know. I didn't, I don't think I answered your question. How much have I had to drink? I had a, a couple tall, tall boys uh, during the game, uh, but uh, I'll tell you what I, I always drink a big glass of Kool-Aid. There you go. So uh, <laughs> Watch that's those the feet. most important. <laughs> <laughs> All right, brother. Be good, Mike. All friend. right. Cheers. All right, we'll see Thanks. You. Bye. <laughs> All right. There you go. Um, yeah, there you go. Uh, Spielman was the guy that wanted to handle candle came. Now, so let me talk a little bit because some, there was some confusion I saw in the, in the chat that Se- uh, Seinfeld. Um, Spielman doesn't build the culture in the locker room. He's a front office guy. Of course, he's in the front office, but that culture and this team and the way this team operates is a top to bottom culture. So every part of it, because a big part of it, and this is what we didn't have with Patricia, is that authenticity piece. All right. And authenticity means top to bottom. You are who you are. Dan Campbell, his realness, the honesty of what he is. Is because he's authentic, because he is real. And that's the same for Brad Holmes. He is authentic. He is real. And um, Spielman and the players, they want the real them. Because when people are putting on airs or putting up other stuff, that's not, it's not, it, that doesn't bode well. It's, it gives you what you had with Matt Patricia. 
Good color. What's your name? I think you might be my Lativian lion. Uh, Latvia lion, yeah. Ivars Sika, that's me. How you doing, Ivars? <laughs> I'm doing fine. I've had about four or five glasses of uh, red wine, and uh, I'm loving life. There you go. What do you got for me on the big win today, brother? Um, I like it. Uh, I just want to talk a little bit about our rookie defensive ends. How about 15 sacks? 15 for rookies. That's, that's. <laughs> and then let's not forget the three interceptions. Yeah. Can we, can we just. The push fumbles. Can we pour Hutch into the defensive rookie of the year? Can we just do that now, please? I I would like it, um, but, you know, his teammates got just as many sacks as he does. Shh, shh, I got money on Hutch. <laughs> hey, I hope you win. <laughs> I got money on Coach Campbell, too, which is another reason. I mean, I, I my money, I put my money wherever, but. It's like four hundred and twenty bucks if 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 Campbell wins Coach of the Year. I'm really, really. I mean, a win next week goes a long way to help and seal some of that money. Come on, Coach, help me out, brother. <laughs> yeah, I hope you're right. <laughs> um, I just wanted to mention a couple other things here. Um, how about the um, the the Green Bay uh, flex? For me, that really sucks Mm -hmm. um because that means the game's at three o'clock in the morning um i hope they don't flex it but i'm selfish it's probably good for the lions and the nfl if they do flex but for those of us watching here and the fans here in europe um it's uh it's not optimal but we'll deal with it i am you know I'm in this. I'm in the uh, the same boat. Um, I, I've been off since the, the 16th of December was my last day of work. Immediately got sick. I've been sick. I'm like, for today is actually the first day I'm actually feeling better. So I got a little cough, but I'm actually like back on my feet. So I've got this week off really, and then the game, and then I go back to work the following Monday with two weeks to prepare for a big trip. Um, I'm like, I don't want my first day back to be after a post-game show on a nighttime game, but I'll freaking do it. <laughs> I will absolutely do it. Um, I just, it does, it, from a selfish perspective, it does stink. From a team's perspective, though, that. I think it's great. Really, I think the Lions stand to win a lot more from the hype of that flex than the Packers do. The, and the the, the Lions have more to win, and the Packers I think have more to lose actually out of this game coming up. This is going to be it's going to be something interesting. Yeah, but let's let's just I mean the the um, the Vikings Packers game isn't over yet, so um, we've seen the uh, Vikings come back this year from. Uh, a huge deficit so it's it's not over yet so it doesn't we we don't know if it's going to have the kind of implications that it seems that it might as of now let's wait an hour or two and and see uh see what's up but uh i 
I, I'm with you. I'm not seeing much out of these Vikings. I'm, I'm, uh, you didn't is, see much out of them when uh, they came back the came back those thirty some points uh, a couple of weeks ago either. No, no. So it's possible. Yeah. Let's hope. Yeah, let's hope. Yeah. Uh, I have one more point for you. Sure, sure. All these people uh, um, quibbling about the draft order. Are you really concerned about the draft order with our GM? Come on, you got the problem, sixth round. You got Amon Ross St. Brown in the third round. You got Kirby Joseph. You got an undrafted free agent, the seatbelt gang guy, (laughs) Harry Jacobs. There are many more examples. What about Rodrigo? Everybody's contributing, and we're worried about draft order. We can find guys in the sixth round. It doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. And that's where, like, three or four spots don't bother me in the least. Don't bother me in the least. Three or four spots, our guy will move to get that guy that he thinks won't be there in three or four spots. I haven't seen this from the Lions front office since I've been alive. (laughs) And I was born in 63. There you go. There you go. All right, my man. Those are my points, and I I think I'm going to hang up and listen to the rest of the show. Thanks, and great job, Chris. Appreciate you, brother. Thanks for calling in. Thank you. Be well. All right. Latvia Lion, all the way from Latvia, calling in. This is great. That's the part I love. That's one of the things I absolutely love about the the show and everything is the, the global nature of what we got. It's uh, good stuff. Good people. All right, let's uh, let's get into this. Um, looking forward to the Green Bay two four eight seven eight two eight three eight four. Someone asked for the number. Sorry, two four eight seven eight two eight three eight four. We'll take a call or two here before we we cut it down. But um, just looking forward to this game next week. It's going to be a shootout. The 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 Packers are looking strong right now. Uh, the pack just seems to, to to be pulling it together here to end out the year to do doing Packer things um, for them to be frog stomping the the Vikings just as a Packer thing to do when the vac- uh, Vikings are leading the, <laughs> the the division by so much. They're showing what you know where the real gaps are on the Vikings. Um, but I think it's going to be different. It's going to be a different, different game when the lions are there and um again the flip is ready the, the script is ready to be flipped for these detroit lions and i can't wait to be there for it i really really can't wait to see these lions come above come up and, and do it all and uh make the magic here um this game won't matter packers won't be the won't beat this lions team that's right ken and that's that's it. I mean, it stinks to watch them win today because uh, maybe things could happen. But frankly, um, I don't care what the Packers do as long as they lose to the Lions. And if we see that, if I see a dejected Aaron Rodgers dragging his his helmet off the field at the end of the game, uh, that'll that'll be all I need. It'll be all I need to see the passing of the torch into next year, even if. Seattle Seahawks don't get the loss that we need. This has been a successful season, and I think folks just 
need to accept that playoffs or not playoffs are like the double stretch, right? These last two wins to take us to, you know, eight wins, nine wins. Those are absolutely stretch. And then to make the playoffs is even beyond. Remember six wins was the consensus. Six wins is where we're at. Everything we're doing now is stretch success is beyond what anyone with a kind of clear head and football kind of knowledge thought for this team. And uh, they have vastly outperformed what that prediction was. So I'm excited. I'm excited to see what we have going on. We have the Seahawks up Seahawks. Why am I saying like that? Seahawks up 17 to six. Um, Successful season. Green Bay sucks. The cheese is moldy. Um, yeah, the the Aaron Rodgers fighting for a playoff position is he's used to it, so he is up for the task. But the other thing is he's he's getting older, and this is this is the spot. This is the spot. Um, oh, this was it, Detroit fan man. Thank you for reminding me. After we beat the Packers, didn't Karen say? We can't lose to that team or something of that sort. Now that I need that team to end his playoff desires. A team like that, I think is what he said. A team like that. And um, I will absolutely relish in being a team like that and putting another W stomped on his forehead. That would be beautiful. But, but Don Burr, I love your, I love your, your passion there, brother. And I hope you're right. Ah, bulletin board material. Yeah, I think this is this is set to be a great game. The Lions have all the motivation here. Um, the Packers are the ones that are supposed to be the the high and mighty tower of you know strength, and the ones who've been there before. And the Lions are the young upstarts ready to kind of take out Goliath. But you know, yeah, Goff's been to a Super Bowl. Um, we'll do this. We'll see this. All right. I think we're going to call that a show folks. I appreciate you all for joining me. Thank you for uh, being here as solo Chris this week. It's new year's day. People are either around the world or um, doing new year's day things. So we've got that. Um, We'll see. We'll see what we have next week. We'll talk about it this, this week in the podcast. Um, We also will start. I think you'll start seeing a couple of kind of brief, videos popping up from us as we think these things through and talk through some of these things this week, because um, there's a lot, a lot to talk about this week in the run up. There's, um, there's a lot of fun coming. There's a lot of fun coming for lions fans. I absolutely, um, I absolutely am so stoked for this team and in the off season this year for a whole different reason than off seasons past. It's just going to be crazy. And we got the senior bowl coming. Don't worry. I am going to make it a point to get Ronnie Bell on as well as some of the other folks at Senior Bell Senior Bowl. We've got there's five of us there providing coverage. We got we got the whole gang. It's DLP gang showing up in uh, Mobile covering the Senior Bowl. We got this season to finish out. Maybe some playoffs. Uh, my biggest fear and excitement would be that the Lions make a run in the playoffs and then I fly out because I'm flying on a Sunday during the playoffs. And I have to see the Lions as I'm flying or something. It's going to be crazy. But we appreciate you all. Thank you all for joining us. Remember, don't forget about us on the old Patreon. It's where you get access to the most intelligent Lions chat on the Internet. It's the Slack chat. 
And uh, for $5 a month donation, you get an access to that. Or if you join the channel as a member, you'll get access to that as well. Uh, so go to patreon.com slash Detroit Lions podcast, patreon.com slash Detroit Lions podcast. Please give us a like and a subscribe before you go. Uh, it helps us out. We appreciate when you do that. Also, um, follow us on Twitter at DET Lions podcast, DET Lions podcast. It is the very best place to see me and the rest of the folks pants free also give us a call on skype detroit lions podcast all one word detroit lions podcast or call us in the lions line at 248-782-8384-248 rub you fug be sure to go to detroitlionspodcast.com subscribe to the podcast so we can pop up in your ears automatically thank you for tuning in we're going to see you next time on the detroit lions podcast remember no pants no toasters no hot tubs no problems because we are your detroit lions and reddit connection final seconds winding down and look at that how big is that chris and case out of time pack the bag start the plane this show is over you've had enough of that shit